This podcast is supported by Conspiracy Unlimited. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. Now you can hear Richard on his podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. Political intrigue and subterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, and more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Conspiracy Unlimited, following the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Folks, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this week on the Horror Movie Podcast, we have one in studio here with us. We have producer Phil. I'm here. And then, man, live, uh, we have R.D. Reynolds. R.D., what's up? Uh, not too much. We're just. I, I'm just so looking forward to celebrating Christmas in July with the Horrible Movie Podcast. <laughs> it's a very special time. All the kids are looking for great fun. And uh, who better They're to They're not going to get it, but it, they can keep looking. <laughs> That's true. They can keep looking. Um, so, R.D., you are the author of a book called uh, The Death of WCW. You're also the creator of what, I, what I'm telling everyone that's listening is the greatest, I'm going to call it the greatest wrestling satire website of all time, uh, WrestleCrap.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about WrestleCrap to start out with because... Honestly, I have. Uh, I last time you were on, I told you that um, it's still one of my favorite websites. And literally, it uh, when it first launched, man, I'm telling you, I, I just I couldn't get enough of WrestleCrap, Shockmaster, the Gobbledygooker, uh, the whole the whole group. Tell us about WrestleCrap.com. Sure, it's a uh, it's a comedy website. Uh, started April first, two thousand. So. Uh, that means it's old enough to uh, vote, right? <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been around forever, and um, it's uh, you know it's it's uh, my life's passion is is looking at. I always loved pro wrestling, and I've always had a fascination with the very worst of anything, and that can be wrestling, it can be movies, it can be video games, music. Anything I love to find the absolute dirt worst because I find it to be, I find it to be funny a yes. and and fascinating as well. Just to think, man, someone in a lot of instances, someone got paid a lot of money, a lot of money. <laughs> 
to uh, to uh, come up with this to generate this content, and it's I've always found it fascinating. I, I, I remember when I was a kid, I found a book. It was called The Book of Lists, <laughs> and we actually did a wrestle crap book of lists, and it was kind of my my homage to that. And uh, I'll never forget it, and it ties in uh, very well to the horrible movie podcast because it was a a list of the ten worst movie or a list of the worst movies of all time. And I would have had this book in like the late seventies, early eighties. And so they uh, were talking about you know Plan Nine from Outer Space and the movie where John Wayne was cast as Genghis Khan, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I've got to find all of this stuff. So it was uh, it was something great. I mean, I always enjoyed, like I said, I just enjoy the worst of everything. And uh, the the whole key with with the website is we're always just looking to make people laugh. Yes. That's that's always been the goal since day one. Well, so. and, and it does. Folks can check it out. Like I said, wrestlecrap.com. Um, we have uh, you have written a book, uh, the death of WCW. Uh, for fo- for folks that maybe aren't wrestling uh, fans that have that, that don't know what WCW is, World Championship Wrestling. Uh, was a wrestling brand, much like the WWE is currently, and it was a main competitor of the WWE. And you know, uh, Eric Bischoff was the president of it. He has a podcast that uh, you you have been a subject on many times uh, called Eighty Three Weeks. Uh, they reference your book on this podcast, Conrad Thompson and Eric Bischoff reference your book. I feel like that that's got to be for you. It's got to be pretty high praise for them to reference your book and talk about it's, it's pretty cool right it, it is I, I i find it fascinating you know because uh that book is i mean it originally came out in 2006 i yes. think and we did the 10th anniversary version you know a couple years ago and i just find it fascinating that after all these years i mean wcw has been out of business uh since 2001 yes so we're we're looking i mean it's closing in on you know 17 years i mean it's over 17 years yeah you know i mean we're almost at two decades that that company has been gone and people still love to talk about it because much like horrible movies yes it was one of those things that well it was one of those things that as it collapsed you just watched and you thought how on earth Yes. Can this be happening before my eyes? Mm-hmm. How on earth could this collapse be happening? And they weren't just the I mean, they were weren't just a wrestling brand. I mean, they were the largest company, the largest wrestling company in the history of the world. It's amazing. And within the span of uh, basically from the height uh, that they hit, it was uh, about four years, a little less than four years where it was just collapsed and sold for next to nothing. Right. Uh just just fascinating story and i thought that would be a lot of fun to to write a book about so we did and yeah it's kind of funny that um eric uh and conrad uh talk about that book on the 83 weeks podcast and eric likes to call me a a lot of names which is uh (laughs) eric does but eric does that a lot of times though like if you listen to that podcast it and he's uh eric bischoff's a intelligent guy uh, has oh, yeah. has made a lot of money doing a lot of different things, uh, super intelligent. But he also, in the, it's so fun to listen to him talk about. Uh, I say you or uh, talk about uh, Dave Meltzer is another person that gets a lot of grief. I mean, 
Dave Meltzer gets so much grief. It's just fun. It's fun to listen to. I guess that's uh, that shows you, and you said it yourself. It's been so long ago. WCW went off the air, was bought by WWE so long ago, but it's still such a hot, like a hot plate uh, topic to talk about. And um, man, nostalgia is a a great. Uh, it's a great moneymaker. Our, our humans love nostalgia, so you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it's funny because Eric Eric does like to to go off and uh, you know he likes to rant and uh, rave, and uh, I've listened to his podcast and yes. he's he's incredibly he's incredibly well spoken. Yes, uh, he's incredibly articulate, uh-huh. uh, and it, it's funny because he was like I, I know at one point he he said you know. That book is nothing but lies, and I always think, in the book, I said you were a genius. Is that a lie too? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused by that message. But I'm, I'm nine. <clears throat> I shouldn't. I, I am guessing that he has never actually read the book. Would be my guess. Well, so. you are going to get to talk to him face to face at Starcast which is an event that's coming up in August in Chicago. It's actually in Schaumburg, but it's coming up in August. It's August 30th. Uh, this is 2018. If you're listening to this in the year 2020, you missed it. Uh, but uh, August 30th, 2018, uh, it's going to be in Chicago. It's called StarCast. StarCast.com is their website, S-T-A-R-R-C-A-S-T. That's two, so many stars, two R's. Uh, at, at StarCast.com. Uh, that's like Starcade, though, right? Wasn't Starcade the old WCW pay-per-view that had two R's? Yeah, I think that's I think that's why, uh, I, and I'm, I, I believe Conrad had, had put this together. Yeah, I, he's, yeah he's the and guy. Yeah, he's, yeah he, he, he is a, he is a uh, I mean, he's a guy that loves pro wrestling. Yes. And I actually have a, I actually have a lot of respect for Conrad. So he has yeah. been, on, I, have, I have respect for Bischoff too. So. Right, right. Uh, Conrad has been on the show. It's been about a year and a half ago. He was on the show. He actually did oh. no holds barred on the show, but oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Which was pretty good. That made sense. It was fun. We did. I did a, like a 30 second synopsis video of that one, but we used, I think, I think we used too much footage of, uh, no holds barred, but we just used the trailer footage. And WWF was like, or WWE was like, nope, take it down. Shut down. So, good wow. times. Yeah, kind of weird. Like, which, which, yeah, that is strange. Yeah, which, it's like, well, they love the, they're, one thing about WWE is, man, they they will, they guard their property. And again, you talk about geniuses, Vince McMahon is, is, uh, Sure. One of the sure. one of the one of the great ones. Um so start- he's one of the great ones. I mean they they're making billions of literally billions of dollars and they're currently putting out what is uh you know critically the worst of uh oh, it's- the worst uh the worst uh, it's critically like some of the worst wrestling programming that's been presented in years. It's odd it's, and it's but on it's a all- treadmill. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fodder for your website, WrestleCrap.com, though, really, at times. They, they, and we could get really critical about a lot of the things they do on there that's odd. Like this really weird booking that they do with things. And uh, uh, I, NXT, do you watch NXT, RD? I, I do, yeah. I, now, do you enjoy NXT? Uh, as a rule, yeah, I do. What happens <laughs> when they take a person from NXT and then it tries to, then they try to translate them onto the main roster? 
a lot of hiccups, a lot of bumps in the road. Kind of weird. Oh, I don't, I don't know how you could say such a thing about the likes of Bailey. The hey, the ladies yeah, really, the ladies really get. Like I don't understand how that's possible. Whatever. Anyway, I guess they're getting their own pay per view though. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I I credit Becky for Becky Lynch for that. She's really Becky good. Lynch and her her yeah. utter destruction of uh, Toys R Us by having, you know. You, did, did you did you guys see that where all the Toys R Uses that were left, they all had like hundreds of these Becky Lynch dolls just yes. sitting up yes. sold. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of extra, yeah. lots, of, lots, lots of extra WWE stuff sitting around there. Um, so, so StarCast.com is the website for the event, August 30th in Chicago. You are going to have a WrestleCrap panel. Uh, yes. Who, who is going to be on the on the WrestleCrap panel with you? I can't, I can't announce oh, everyone. Oh, this is a, a surprise. I actually, okay, okay. I actually know, I actually know two more, uh, at least two more people that are going to be on it. But we are going to have uh, myself, my co-host on Russell Crap Radio, Blade Braxton. He and I are going to be there. We are going to have so many insane Russell Crap props. Really? Like there are some. Like I'm not even allowed to say there is one that any. All I will say is anyone that loves Russell Crap. Yes. And has followed it since. I mean, when you think WrestleCrap, you're going to think of a certain entity. Yes. And uh, I can't say no what we're way. going to have, but uh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's gonna be, yeah, I can't, is it going to shock the world? Uh, uh, you know what? It is no. Oh, oh I thought you were going <laughs> Everyone, there. Everyone's thinking it's that. Okay. It's actually... Bigger than okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. I can't I, I'm not going to play the so, guessing oh, game. It makes for like bad. Said, it, it it makes for bad audio if I play guessing game because I probably could sit here and play guess, guessing game. So, yeah. It, uh, it, 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 when you think wrestle crap, it it would it be awesome. pretty much the number one thing you would think of. It's awesome. Uh, I can't announce that. Don't yeah. announce the word. Yeah, but just, um, but we're gonna have uh, Oz, who was uh, Kevin Nash in one of his early uh, characters in WCW. We were talking about that. Yeah, he was a Wizard of Wizard of Oz, yeah, type high end character. We're gonna have his original giant green. Yeah, he's gonna be giant. Kevin Nash is seven one. Yes, green Wizard of Oz. Oz. It was the word. Phil was really bad. We need to look this up on the network later. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Yeah. God awful. Uh, we're going to have uh, the Black Scorpion mask. We're going to have all these props. So but we're cool. also going to have some uh, some people that we have inducted on the site. Awesome. We're going to have uh, Oscar. He was in oh, yeah. Men on a Mission. Absolutely. And uh, he uh, he was a, a rapping fool of a manager <laughs> is how I describe him. And he got, he got really, really angry about that. So he'll get to... Uh, take that up with me. Yeah, he may. Uh, we're going to have Dr. D, David Schultz, who was most famous uh, yeah, in, for in the beating mainstream. up John Stossel. Beating up John Stossel. But in in my heart, he will be most famous for they, they shot a, a uh, <laughs> they shot a, a vignette where he was at home with Dr. D. And yeah. it was in this giant log cabin. And he's just being a complete and utter. Madman, redneck, 
and he was a lot. He he was just he was just amazing. And I, I we're actually going to uh, show uh, that uh, little clip and have have the good doctor explain it. Um, so which cool. <laughs> I'm excited. This is exciting. It should be just insane. Uh, like I said, we're going to have two more uh, people that I can't announce yeah, don't, yet. Yeah, don't, but don't, don't spoil you, things. If you were a fan of WCW in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be very happy that a certain group is represented. Uh, I will say that. Okay, uh, so good. Oh my gosh, you, you have definitely then, piqued Jack's interest here. See, I'm a yeah. teacher, RD. I'm a teacher by trade, and I'm a uh-huh. football coach as well, like a high school football coach. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to be dead right in the middle of season. Like we're 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 going to be yeah, we'll be in games by the time I I cannot go to Starcast. But literally, if you it were what? if it were if Starcast were in June or July, I would be there. But. <clears throat> I guess yeah, I could. it's actually it's it's actually on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, well that's true. And I still, yeah. They uh they they actually are doing it as a uh is a uh is a uh, eye pay per view or whatever. Well, I mean, on, you'll be, I you say, can actually watch it on fight mm-hmm. on fight TV. Yep. and that's f i t e f i t e dot tv. So fight tv. Uh, and then you're going to have your uh, Death of WCW panel, which I looked at this well, today. No, well, well, oh. I, I got to go back to the wrestling. No, no, go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. We we, we left someone out who is very important. Well, I didn't want to start. And this is yeah, the I didn't want to start movie. Yeah. the horrible movie podcast, right? Yeah. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette. We'll be- <gasps> Oh, David Arquette has been on this show many times. (laughs) I mean, not him on the show, but his movies. (laughs) So we are really, we are really just so looking forward to that. Uh, Just being able to to sit and you know discuss. Okay, so you were world champion, and a lot of people thought that was a day. You know, we're and we'll get to announce him as is the Google Award winner. David I love Arquette. it. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. If you could just get Judy Bagwell on there now, we'll be. You know what's funny? That yeah, yeah, with the good Lord above as my witness, we attempted to to uh, book Judy Bagwell. Uh huh. But she was she is uh, she is undergoing surgery, oh, so no. she would she was not going to be able to be there. Yeah, we 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 tried. Would you mm-hmm. think she would have come on? I. Yeah, I think she probably would have. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Dude, that's, I, I, that's phenomenal. I think, I think Buff's gonna be there. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm. Well, you got to know it, man. You got to know Buff is the stuff. Yeah, there's He'll like, be there. there's like every. I mean, that the list of people that are gonna be there at this Starcast thing. Yes. I mean, it's insane just the amount of people. I feel like very humbled uh, that I that I get to be a part of this. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I, I and I brag on Conrad here. Conrad Thompson, his ability to organize things. If you think about the podcast yes. that he do, that he does, and he was able to organize, that stuff's so far out of left field. I mean, he's a mortgage guy by trade. He met he met Ric Flair at like a like a, a Comic Con or a you know autograph signing scenario. Stru- made a uh, formed a relationship with him through that, and then the rest is history. And he's just a master at. I mean, he organized this whole thing. I mean, I'm sure he had help. But this is his his brainchild, you know? Pretty amazing. 
it it is amazing, and he is he has helped to to books all, you know this talent that's going to be on the WrestleCraft panel, and of course the death of WCW panel. Too, Which so. I was going to say, I looked at that today. Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, is yes. on there. Um, obviously Eric Bischoff and man JJ Dillon, uh, mm-hmm. Four Horsemen. JJ Dillon, the manager of the Four Horsemen, is going to be there, and uh, David Penzer, is he moderating it basically? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. I don't. I don't have all the rules and how this is going to be done yet. So. I'm interested. I've said before that I'm. I'm. I, this may be something I live to regret, but it was something <laughs> that was. You know, it was something that I really don't have any fear of going to talk about this. I think it's. You know, it's something that uh, I am more than happy if someone is unhappy with me. Uh, come say what you have to say. Oh That's yeah, cool. but it, it's going to make for really good entertainment, and it's like oh, yeah. it's like in uh, NCAA basketball. Hey, you just got to get to the dance. All right, RD, you get to the dance. Look at the stage you're going to be on. You just hey, knock it out, man. Just knock it out. And if you yeah. have to use a chair, then knock somebody out with a chair. <laughs> well, I, I got to avoid Bischoff. I mean, he knows like he's Kung a karate. Fu. He's a karate master. Oh yeah. Him and the cat, Ernest Miller. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so um, that is StarCast. Go to StarCast.com, S-T-A-R-R-Cast, C-A-S-T, StarCast.com. Uh, for more information there, Fight.TV is the is the site you can go through and, and, and watch all this as well if you're not able to go to Chicago to this. Sounds like a good weekend. Sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I am really, really looking forward to it. Also... Uh, something else that it hasn't really gotten a lot of press. There's actually going to be a uh, video game tournament there. Wow! And I am actually bringing my uh, full size WrestleMania the arcade game to oh. the tournament. Is that the one that has um, uh, the 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 ring? That it the they have you have like the little ring carts that drive. Oh them? no! This one this one is the one from the mid nineties. Oh, and it's done Mortal Kombat style. Oh, okay. Bam Bam is Bam Bam on this. Bam Bam is on it. Okay. Joint the Clown Ooh, is on. Yes, Yokozuna. Oh yeah, with Yokozuna. A, a pail uh, with a with a pail of salt. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So good. And you're bringing you're bringing that whole console. I'm I'm bringing that arcade machine there. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. phenomenal. How are you getting it there? Just uh, drive very slowly in the back of my truck. Ooh, or like, have you seen? You you ever watch Seinfeld? You could do like uh, George Costanza with the Frogger machine. Oh yeah, and I cross get, and I cross traffic. like George's. That would be bad. So that would be bad. Um, all right, to segue slightly away from wrestling, uh, but really still full full throttle into wrestling. Santa with muscles. Um. When's your first remembrance of this movie, Santa with Muscles? Is this a is this a Christmas tradition <laughs> around the uh, Reynolds household? Uh, because of uh, you know, it's 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 pretty much crap. I love to watch terrible. Uh, I love to watch Christmas movies. Yeah, me too. I, and, and I watch tons of them as soon as it gets close to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and start watching. You know, I have I have a. Uh, you know, moved all my DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff to Plex. And so I have my Christmas 
collection, and I generally watch. I mean, I love terrible Chris. I, uh, like I said, I love terrible stuff. So I love watching Christmas movies. I love watching terrible Christmas movies, <laughs> and uh, so I love like uh, there's a, a, a Mexican. Uh, uh, Santa Claus movie. We call it El Santa Claus around the house. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it. His Santa's you know battling Pitch, who is uh, basically the devil's minion. Wow! Uh, and I love watching that. You you guys have never heard of this? You've had to have heard of this. El Santa. Is it called El Santa? <laughs> it, no, it's just called it's just called Santa Claus. Weird. And it was made in Mexico in I think 1959. Oh my! Okay, so RD, uh, here's what we're doing. Uh, whenever Christmas rolls around, you're gonna come back on the show, and uh, hopefully before then. But we're, we're, for Christmas time, you're gonna do Santa Claus, or as you like to call it, El Dude, Santa Claus. You will have to have about. 12 podcasts in a row because I could talk that long about okay. that. Movie. Well, you're on it. Maybe, I love, we might do our first I love that movie. Okay. I love that movie. It's it awesome. is it is amazing. It's a so thing of beauty. We watch that. We watch, you know, Santa Santa Claus conquers the Martians. We watch <laughs> terrible terrible uh, Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. Those are like the 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 bad ones now. Uh, you know, it, we watch all those, and what's funny, and, and of course the Star Wars holiday special. Well, yeah, and we've that, done that one on the show too. Pitch, yeah. you got a producer Phil pulled the picture of Santa Claus up with Pitch. Oh yeah, Pitch the what? Pitch, Pitch is loose. Pitch is on P- the loose. Pitch is on the loose. Can Christmas be saved? That's so good. Right, right. Oh yeah, I I I'll talk for days about that movie. Um, so I I. But it, what's funny is I watch all these terrible Christmas movies. I watch great ones too. I mean, it's one of the life's like my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever. I yeah. always want to watch that. But I watch all these terrible Christmas movies. What's funny is, and it's probably because I do not have a good copy of it, was always my excuse. I don't think I have watched Santa with Muscles since I wrote about it, you know, and that would have been. 17 years ago. Ooh, very good. So I I I do have it on my Plex. I had moved it over, but it's a, it's a terrible a horrible copy of it. Yeah. But I was watching that tonight before we we uh, started recording and I just felt stupider every second that I watched it. <laughs> that movie is so awful. Let me say this. Um let me go in character. I, I, I often go in character on the show. I'm going to go in character. Elizabeth is an orphan, you know. Uh, yes. And the movie begins this way. Phil, have you seen this movie? No. Okay, so sometimes Phil gets to play the person that's not seen it role and gets to be surprised by some of the dialogue. Here's her dialogue. This starts the movie. Dear Santa, how are you? I'm not doing so well. There's this really, really bad man, Ebner Frost, who lives up on the hill. He's got these weird people working for him, and I think they're going to do something really bad this Christmas. Whoa! There you go. And so the whole that was that was a thousand times better than how it actually was. dude. And they gave that girl. I'm not. I'm a. Um, I, Phil could tell you this. I, I'm a big. I, I have a hard time with child actors. Rd. 
Uh, we have to have them. We can't not have child actors. I, I understand. I this. know, but they're but ninety nine times out of a hundred, they're awful. So bad. Uh, that's what Jingle All the Way uh, is one of my favorite Christmas movies because it's so stupid uh, with Arnold wow. and they're trying to chase Turbo oh. Man and Jake. Oh. Jake, Jake Lloyd, Lloyd. yeah, is, oh, so bad. He is the patron saint of child <laughs> actors on this podcast. Did you ever uh, look at jumpthesshark.com when it was still a website before TV Guide bought it? Oh, of course, of course. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Ted McGinley is the patron saint of jumpthesshark.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake Lloyd is the child actor patron saint of horrible movie <laughs> podcasts. So, oh, um, as well he should be. I mean, gosh. he was so awful, and I mean, he was. He was awful in that. Of course, he was awful in uh, uh, Phantom Menace. Yes. And, you know, I'm not saying. But what do you do? Not you have to have kid actors. I understand. I'm not saying by any stretch Phantom Menace would have been any good at all. <laughs> if they had like, if they had the, the uh, who was, who was the, who was the kid from uh, Sixth Sense? Oh, Haley Joe Osment. Mm-hmm. Or is that yeah, right? Yeah. I I'm not saying, I'm not saying if they had him in Phantom Menace. That would have all suddenly become the Empire Strikes Back, right? But it was so awful, and a lot of it was due to just how bad Jake Lloyd was in that. Yeah, movie. and so this movie, uh, Phil, I'll say it, since you haven't seen it, um, this movie relies on this little girl, Elizabeth. It relies on M- Mila. Uh, am I saying that right? Mila Kunis from Mila that Kunis. 70s show. Really, and she's an actress, but she's a kid actor in this one. And then the boy from Ma- from is it Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Isn't that right? Isn't that kid from Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, he's from Malcolm in the Middle. The, wow. the, the one, the one boy that uh, has to uh, uh, help out at the end by shooting somebody. What's he say? He shoots the he shoots the bad one bad guy with a uh, fire extinguisher. William Chaz. No, that's not him. Maybe that is him. I just I just assumed that nobody was in this movie. No, it's got it's got real people in it that. Um, Excuse me, Garrett Morris. Yeah. Don't be <laughs> Exactly. Garrett Morris is real. Saturday legit. Night Live alone. And honestly, Come Don Don Stark. It's, let's go over this. Let's do some time for some deets, the details of the movie. Santa with Muscles. I almost said Santa Claus. Could you have my man in Santa Claus, RD? Santa with Muscles, uh, directed by John Murlowski. Uh, no, no other credits. Brian Schuster, no other credits. Written by Jonathan Bond, Fred Mata, Dory Kroom, and Coco Beware. Also, I'm just joking. But um, you could imagine if he did. No other credits there. Starring, like we said, Hulk Hogan, uh, Don Stark, who was on that 70s show as the dad. Uh, Robin Curtis, which I don't know much about her other than that she was in Star Trek, uh, Search for Spock. And like you said, R.D. Garrett Morris, uh, Saturday Night Live alum. Did you think he was pretty good in this? You're grading on a curve. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of sit there and watch Hulk Hogan. You watch Ed Leslie, a.k.a. Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. And, and you're sitting there going, you know what? Man, that Garrett Morris, he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's like an Oscar-level <laughs> actor in this movie. Um, Araya Ar- uh, Curzon, who plays Elizabeth. I've already done my... I've already done my uh, Elizabeth impression. Uh, Adam Wiley, uh, he plays the the kid there from that uh, that initial thing. Mila Kunis, Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother. Is Howard, in this. yes. He plays the policeman in this and gets blown up. Uh, Doctor Blight is played by Steve Valentine. He has 
character was really dumb. Uh, Ed Begley Jr. is the main bad guy. Ebner Frost. We find out he actually was in that orphanage with Hulk Hogan in the end, by the way. And uh, growing up... Which, spoiler do, alert! Yeah, spoiler, it's all good. I, I don't think anyone cares at this point, right? Uh, and then um, Ed Leslie, like we said, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Because it wouldn't be a Hulk Hogan uh, project without Brutus around, right? And just like we were talking earlier about that book that I had when I was a child and they made uh, John Wayne into uh, Genghis Khan, they also made Ed Leslie into a oriental uh, chop suey master. Isn't that amazing? On like, us as well. Yeah, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, what a uh, classic character uh, from WWF uh, days. I actually met him about a month and a half ago. He was in the town. Oh, really? Yeah, well, he was at a... Uh, some some business in town here, uh, we were in Springfield, Missouri, so kind of southwest Missouri, had brought him in for the grand opening of their store. It's called like the Hillbilly Hillbilly Heaven or Hillbilly something or other, and I, they brought Brutus the Barber Beefcake in, and I'm like, why? Why did they bring Ed Leslie in? Anyway, but he was at this barbecue place in town, and I went up and said hi, and I said you're you're great, and that's all I said. I don't want to bother people, R.D., whenever I uh, do that. That's Jerry Lawler about a month a month ago. He was in St. Louis. We were in St. Louis. And I said, Jerry, you're awesome. And I just kept walking. Because uh-huh. I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, remember remember when you were on Raw? Remember that? Yep. <laughs> Get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Remember Beatlemania? Paul McCartney? Remember? Anyway. That's how I feel most days of my life anyway. So anyway, uh, there we go. Um, let's do this. Santa with muscles. Let's talk about the plot of this movie, uh, what little plot there is. Did you think Hulk Hogan was really extra skinny in this, R.D.? Uh, he looked he looked thin, yes. And I know part of that is uh, because it would have this movie would have been made past when when a lot of people view, you know remember Hulk Hogan. I mean they remember you know him in the WWF in the in the mid to late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. Yes. He was all jacked and I mean he was roided to the gills. Lots of prayers, so, lots of vitamins. Supposedly allegedly yes. he was he was a very large large man and whenever he got to the mid 90s specifically when he went to WCW, he looked very off the juice and so i vitamins think that, uh, vitamins are these yeah, uh, off of the vitamins off the vitamins and, uh, and by juice juice of course i mean apple juice orange juice <laughs> and we don't want him to sue us he owns gawker no, now so i don't want to no. i don't want a defamation suit with uh santa with muscles because i don't i can't afford right. that but but he, you're right yeah he he was he was much thinner than yeah yeah uh, interesting. I, he was in good shape, and he just looked different. His hair, uh, his fake hair, was fun to look at at times when he would he would be there, no shirt or sh- cut off sleeves as Santa. But that hair and that mustache, he just didn't look as Hogan like. It was the mustache to me. Uh, it was it, amazingly, yeah. it was the mustache more than the hair. Yes. To me, well, I mean, the hair on top of his head. I mean, a mustache hair too. But I mean, it, it was the mustache to me. Because you're so used to the big Fu Manchu. Yes. And he just had like a mustache that like, uh, 
you know, the, the, like your plumber would have or something. It was very strange. Very odd. Very odd. So uh, Hulk Hogan in this movie plays a character named Blake Thorne. Blake Thorne basically uh, does uh, supplements, uh, makes the makes the vitamins now. He makes the vitamins. Icopro. Icopro, mm-hmm. basically. Vince McMahon would love that. Uh, and uh, he makes these. He's basically GNC. Uh, he has a huge, gigantic house. He just kind of lives recklessly. He drives a Hummer through town once, and the police start to chase him. Clint Howard's the policeman. And um, they they chase him around. He evades them and then ends up in the mall. And then, Artie, tell us how the hilarity ensues from there. Do you remember what happens to him in the mall? Well, first of all, I, I, we cannot bypass this because it was brought up in the movie, and, and it's one of the gaping... <laughs> Uh, plot holes in the movie <laughs> One is where they they bring up he's the richest man in ten states. He's the <laughs> richest man in ten states. This this you know which uh, ten? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would like to think they were they were scattered throughout the you know he cherry picked like Alaska states. and Maine. You know, North Dakota, South Dakota, Mississippi, <laughs> North Dakota. Yeah, just 10 random states he would be the richest in. Uh, but yeah, he, he is, uh, you know, he. So you would think everyone, with this being the case, everyone would know who this man is. Yes. This richest man in 10 states. He walks through most <laughs> of the movie not wearing like a big Santa beard or anything, but no one has any clue. Yes. As to who this man is, okay? Yes. No one goes, wait a minute. That's, like, imagine if it, like, I never think, this will be the first and last time in the history of planet Earth anyone would ever make this comparison. Yes. Let's say that Hulk Hogan in this movie was Bill Gates, who would be <laughs> one of the richest men in 10 states, right. I think. Yeah. Okay? People, if Bill Gates was just walking around, people would probably notice, hey, that's Bill Gates famous but no one in this movie knows except for you know and to, to get to your point he um you know he is running he's driving around being a madman in this car and he goes into the shopping mall and he he finds a santa suit and he he basically hides in the santa suit falls down a shaft and gets amnesia Hits his head and gets amnesia. Yep. Luckily, he wakes up around Lenny, who's one of the elves at the mall for the mall Santa. Lenny the evil elf. And Lenny the evil elf. And uh, Lenny talks him in and says, you're Santa. And, and he, but Lenny knows, he figured out, that uh, this guy is actually the richest man in ten states, uh, Blake Thorne. He, Lenny tries to steal his credit card. There's a thumbprint. Have you ever seen around Missouri? We don't have a lot of thumbprint uh, ATMs. Have you ever seen one of these? I have never. No, I have never seen that. And I don't. And I, w- I would have definitely never seen it in in 1996. I mean, because were debit cards even a thing? You know, people had someone somewhere had debit cards and had ATM cards, right? I had an ATM, sure. probably sure. not a debit, but it was probably what a. Like an AT, like a cash machine card or a cash card. They probably called it something right. like that. And, right. But they didn't have a... Th- you had to have their thumbprint. So I thought at one point Lenny might cut off his hand like some horror movie and use his thumb from his hand. But anyway, that's that would be a horror movie. But 
Um, that's that's a that's a uh, yeah. You, you, if it was like Jack Frost, now not that, the Michael Keaton movie, but the 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 the, yeah. the evil snowman. Yeah, yeah. With maybe that, it would be that. is that Goldberg? Goldberg, no, was in. Uh, uh, what was Goldberg in? Santa Slay. Santa Slay, spelled S L A Y. Yes. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> it's Goldberg. <laughs> anyway, um, pyro, pyro exploded when I said it's Goldberg. Um, so let, let fast forward through it here. The this bad, the main bad guy is this guy named Eb Ebner Frost, played by Ed Begley Jr., uh, who drives a Prius now, and he, um is trying to take up by all the land in the town of, I, I, let's call it Duckburg. I don't know what town it is. It doesn't really say it. But he's trying to buy up all the land. The last piece of land, you know what it is, Phil? An orphanage. He's got he's to take out this orphanage. It's a very um, undermanned orphanage, R.D. Mm-hmm. I, I, in, I, in the original induction or article I wrote about this movie, I called it the world's smallest orphanage. Yeah, there's three because children. Because it has, what? There are three children, a woman, and Garrett Morris. Yeah, they're overstaffed with yeah. two adults and three children. <laughs> like, well, how, like what are you two doing the whole day with these three children? Yeah, yeah. The children. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, you're, the, you're getting one and a half adults to per one child. It's a good ratio. Uh, it's, it's the best. Ratio of any orphanage in uh, this in three in ten states. Hey, if two yes. two of the kids need a diaper change at the same time, you're gonna be glad you had that. Second if they had adult. babies, but these are all oh, <laughs> these are all like almost they're like preteens. They're like really yeah, close to being teenagers. Teenage. <laughs> yeah, they're basically teenagers. Um, so it, real quick, they they sing at one point, and the windows of the church of the orphanage glow in the little sanctuary part of the orphanage. Hulk Hogan somehow knows this combination. By the way, he's Santa. He stops a bunch of crimes in town. He's now being been deemed Santa with muscles. He um, he knows this combination to this secret door under the orphanage. And R.D., tell Phil and everyone listening what's in what's underneath the orphanage. Why well, I'm so glad you asked. It is a it is a mine uh, that has that with crystals with these special crystals in them. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember exactly what the the little girl like. The one girl goes, "Why I heard about these in my science class." Did you? And really? she tells us exactly what <laughs> she tells us exactly what the 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 name of these crystals are. It's they're like these exploding. They're they're like crystals that contain some type of energy. Yes. But if you if you even like they they accidentally drop one on the ground and it causes this big explosion yeah my question was which this, is also was, important later too was this so. plutonium the question in my <laughs> mind now is do these people all get radiated by this plutonium they were actually holding it's crystals magical crystals no it's it's uh <laughs> nuclear power you're dead yeah. um well, hogan was orange so yeah, that is true he was very orange um <laughs> so they um help, they try to fight off Ed Bagley and his minions. They have a he has a, a lady that has electrical powers, uh, a weird professor that likes methane gas and fart yes. smells. Yes. No lie, Phil, I can't make this up. And then a, a ninja, uh, oh, uh, an archaeologist that wants to make people into fossils, and then a ninja uh, guy that's kind of lame. 
and yes. Ed Leslie and Brutus Bar Beefcake as a sumo. An evil Oriental, an evil Oriental Ed Leslie, yes. Which is unbelievable. Um, total, total whitewash there. Um, <laughs> so they um, they go underneath. They save the orphanage by basically exploding the orphanage for, with the crystals. Wouldn't you say, R.D., is that the best way to sum it up? I think that is a very good way uh, to uh, explain it. What was really fascinating is <clears throat> they, you know, it's they, they were trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, uh, Ebner Frost, Ed Begley Jr., and, and the Hulk Hogan. They both grab these giant crystals and they start, like, sword fighting with them. Now, remember, these are the same crystals that if you barely drop them on the ground... Like, it'll explode. But these guys were, like, clanking away like the Jack Sparrow, you, you know, or something. <laughs> Very good so stuff, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fascinating. Luckily, so. the children then, Hogan at the end goes, they go, our orphanage is ruined. What are we going to do? And he goes, I think we have a place. And so he goes, they all ta- he, they, he takes them to his mansion. Yeah, because there's only three of them. Yeah, but like it's just weird. Well, and Garrett Morris and who, Garrett. Well, he, he needed a place to nice live. They, they brought Garrett Morris along, so they give the kids a place to live, and they bring Garrett Morris along. And the <sighs> Santa with muscles, great idea. Okay, you can live with me. You're going to be my gardener. <laughs> he's the richest man in 10 states he's, he can he, afford that he's now and now right. Garrett Morris is the, the richest gardener in 10 states it could be I would like to think so yeah <laughs> I don't know how competitive wages you know, Idaho yeah. and uh, he does a <laughs> he has a very big uh, staff at that at his uh, mansion too um sure. so this movie uh did horrible at the box office I didn't cover this earlier on the deets um Two hundred twenty thousand dollars is the reported box office. Two hundred twenty. I did. I said that right. Thousand. Two hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars at the box office. I mean, this is the lowest grossing actual theater release movie I've ever covered. You know, what I'm saying technically on this show. Yeah, and it only ran for two weeks. So uh, that, maybe the room, but the room has has had. Oh, it's yeah, millions compared. Millions to, now in comparison. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Pretty bad. And you got to think Hogan was like, I'll take $2 million to do this movie. And they're like, yeah, you're Hogan. <laughs> you were just on Thunder yeah. in Paradise. You're obviously a big right. star. Huge star. Huge star. <laughs> uh, the crazy thing is that it was in theaters for two weeks starting in early November. So, like, this movie didn't even make it to Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. It didn't even make it to Christmas. It might have been on VHS by Christmas. They may have said, it's on VHS. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Get it in store. I like the thought. Actually, you say that. I like the thought that someone was thinking, okay, we're going to release this Santa with muscles. We really need to have it early November. <laughs> like as soon as as soon as Halloween's over, we we're going to we... need that cushion yes. because, you know, everybody's going to be, you know, flocking to the cinemas to watch this. Yeah, a November 8th release. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Take it home for the holidays. So bring your video, bring your VHS camera in the theater and film it. We don't care at this point. We just want someone to see it. <laughs> so, bootleg away. Bootleg it's away fine. at this point. We don't care. Um, it's really bad. It's super, super bad. Um, I know uh, time-wise, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're needing to go, bud. Uh, RD, we appreciate it. Anything else you want to tell folks before you take off? 
Uh, just that, uh, just that, you know, I will be back because I can't wait to talk about El Santa Claus. Dude, we're doing it. The greatest Listen. Christmas movie in history. <sighs> A Christmas special. What? We may do two parts. Well, you know what's funny is there is, okay, they, you say they did two, we would do two parts. Let me tell you a little bit more about this movie. Let's okay, <laughs> they made this movie, El Santa Claus, and they released it, and it, it's, it was released in Mexico, you know, so it was, it was, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it wasn't in English, right? Right. So they, they did this terrible dub, uh, you know, for the English version. Not only that, but in the in the you know fifties and sixties, they would have shorts before movies, right? Yeah, yeah. They also used a lot of the same footage and filmed some additional uh, things to do three shorts what? of <laughs> El Santa Claus. Oh my! Oh, yes. If you have the Blu-ray, yes, there was a Blu-ray release of this film. What? And. <laughs> They actually have all those shorts, and I've covered those on uh, at WrestleCrap.com, too. So if you want a little primer about that, you can go to WrestleCrap.com, and you can do a search for, <coughs> excuse me, uh, <coughs> El Santa Claus, and I've actually written two very lengthy articles uh, about this about this movie we will nice. be covering. I love it. But I could write, you know, you you'd mentioned Death of WCW. I think that book's like, 500 pages. I could have written 5,000 pages about El Santa Claus. So I, I I'll be happy to be back on. Yeah, let's do it. And I then uh, I can't wait. We'll, we'll have to have you on in uh, like late November, December. Ooh, no, November 8th. November 6th. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, November, early November is when you really want to start that Christmas stuff. When everybody can get all Christmas in, they can bustle in. Why would you release it November 8th? To be the first one out, first yeah. Christmas movie out that year. Absolutely weird. You, you're gonna rake in the cash. Yeah, we're we're just not looking. We're not looking back, Hogan. Hulk, we're we're on this. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was really bad in this movie. Uh, overall, pretty rough. But uh, RD, thanks for coming in, bud. Uh, Absolutely. Hey, have fun. Listen, at Starcast, have a good time. Enjoy it. Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be great, man. It's gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna be sounds like a fun weekend for one thing. So. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Not, not as much as November uh, 6th or 8th or whenever it is that I'm coming back to talk about El Santa Claus. But I'll have planet. fun talking. Maybe maybe at the Death of WCW panel, I'll just start talking about El Santa Claus uh, <laughs> and just see if th that'll be like a Vince Russo-style swerve. Oh, so. a Crash TV. You just go Crash TV. There you go. And just really it. get after it. All right, RD, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. All right. See you. Well, that was good stuff, Phil. Um, great stuff. RD, uh, great guest. And uh, we just had a lot of fun with him on there. Uh, let me, let's sum a couple things up here for uh, Santa with Muscles. Hogan, uh, Hulk Hogan is his name. And he uh, just, he really struggles to act his way through this movie. The only way I can, and I think a lot of it is the, the ensemble around him and the kids around him. And Hogan has, I don't know if you, have you watched Hulk Hogan in many things? No Holds Barred, you've seen him in that. No, I didn't actually watch that one. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen him in anything, unless he had like a walk-on part. Well, he's been in a lot of things like uh, TV shows. He'll be random in some TV shows. Uh, he had some uh, Thunder in Paradise he was in, which is a TV show that was on 
TNT back in the day, kind of along the same lines as Baywatch. Okay. Some from the producers actually is from the producers of Baywatch. So it's that sort of a thing. It's beach related, yada yada yada. Um, but wrestling wise, honestly, I know we're making fun of his movie he's in here, but as wrestlers go, I honestly, I'm in my book as far as wrestlers that have that have created modern professional wrestling it, it, the way it is today. Hogan is credit. Hogan and the Mount Rushmore of it is Hogan, Ric Flair. And then, uh, and then others. You and, and then after that, mm-hmm. it's others. Hogan's a big time, big time dude. I mean, Hulk Hogan is big enough that I didn't watch wrestling in the '90s, and yet I know exactly who he was. Like, right? I mean, I I, I would recognize him on TV if he was on there. Um, a lot of my friends had Hulk Hogan uh, lunch boxes with their misses, you know, that they brought to school and stuff like that. Like Hulk Hogan was was wrestling uh, to me in the '90s. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I um, I uh, definitely enjoyed watching this movie, and I'll say this to people: uh, it's available on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch it for free. I'm sure you could buy it there as well, but as of right now, if you just want something fun to just waste 97 minutes of your life doing, Santa with muscles, sink your teeth into we'll it. We'll come back to it, I'm sure, uh, during around Christmas time. Talk more about, it, especially when we have RD back on to talk about Santa. Dude, El Santa Claus. El Santa, he calls it El Santa Claus. I think it's just called Santa Claus. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see that horrible dubbing. So good. Um, okay, well, uh, that's about it for today's episode. Uh, I wanted to thank, again, we'll thank R.D. Uh, for coming in, R.D. Reynolds. Uh, go to his website, WrestleCrap.com. Buy his book, The Death of WCW. Uh, again, if you're listening to this in the year 2018, before August 30th, uh, go to starcast.com, S-T-A-R-R-C-A-S-T.com. He's got uh, a big weekend. Uh, he's he's involved with Conrad Thompson, Eric Bischoff. Uh, everyone's there. Ric Flair's there. Jerry Lawler's there. I mean, there's so many wrestling people that are at this thing. Um, if it weren't in August when school had started, late August, we would have made the trip to Chicago, Bill. We would have. Yeah. We would have. Anyway, whatever. Uh uh, anything you got going on? Anything you want to talk about briefly? No. No, no. I, that was a good episode. I enjoyed yeah. it. Concise, fun. Uh, let's do it. Uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Uh, see you soon. Remember, um, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash DNA to find out more there. Lots of tiers as far as uh, uh, you can help support as little as $3 a month. Get you uh, the, feed, this, the feed to this uh, podcast a little earlier. Uh, support us any way you can. Uh, we're on several radio sessions throughout the country and uh, just uh, glad to bring you fun stuff for free, too. Podcast is always free. If you want to support us, that's great. We'll get you some uh, free perks because patrons get perks, but uh, check it out. So, yeah. All right, Phil, we'll see you soon. Uh, everyone, reach to the stars, follow your dreams, and remember just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, uh, David. David says uh, Hogan knows best. Oh yeah. Now, now see. Okay. Now, David in the live chat. Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. So he's on the podcast. Good. Um, uh, the uh, Hogan knows best. This might might be his most current, other than wrestling, his most current mainstream, uh, like known thing. Mm-hmm. If for a casual fan that maybe doesn't. Hogan Knows Best was on there. And that whole thing has been a debacle now because he's 
but he's divorced from from his previous wife, and that was on that show with them. What kind of show was it? Was it real? reality? Reality, it was, like when reality was hitting hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, uh, it was going. So, anyway, <laughs> I was not best. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, David, thanks for tuning in. Uh, sorry I didn't give you guys more heads up on this episode. Uh, kind of uh, uh, for the live chat, at least. Yeah, we weren't sure if we were able our, to do speaker for this one. And our timing, our, and our timing, uh, just of getting getting this lined out and uh, getting the movie out to people was a little slower too. So uh, we will not record this Sunday, correct? No, we'll be back on. Uh, we'll be back on probably the next Sunday because we'll be back up to speed. And I'll I'll tweet out uh, the next movie we're going to be doing. So. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Yeah, we'll be back on uh, Sunday, August 5th. Yes, looking good. USA, number one. All right, see you all soon. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1, KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1, Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5, WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5, KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.